Welcome back. Welcome to yet another episode of the Max Jenker Show. In this one, what I will go over are 15 biggest and most common mistakes people make when they're trying to get back with an ex. It's pretty simple. You don't want to do these mistakes, obviously, because as I say a lot of the times in these videos on my blog, the odds of getting back with your ex are pretty damn low. So you really don't want to do anything that would diminish them even further. But with that being said, let's get onwards to our list. First, there's begging and pleading. Probably one of the most common mistakes that I see people make when they're trying to rekindle a relationship. Look, I really don't know how to say this, but begging and pleading with your ex for another chance, it doesn't end well. You can't force your ex to just take you back, to change their mind, to like you again. Most of the time, you forcing yourself upon them, showering them with attention, it'll only have the opposite effect. It will push your ex farther away. I mean, think about it like this. A big reason you got into a breakup, if you're like most people, is because you were codependent, needy, maybe you pursued and chased after your ex all the time. And through begging and pleading, you're kind of doing the same thing. So how will doing more of the same going to lead to a different result? So something that's different than lowering your ex's attraction. Newsflash, it probably won't. And that's the problem. And that's why you want to do the opposite. You want to not chase and pursue. You want to actually give your ex what they want at this moment, which is space. And this kind of brings me to my second uh, mistake on our list, chasing and pursuing, very similar to begging and pleading with your ex for another shot. You know, spamming their phone five times a day, calling them five times a day, texting them, I don't know, 10 times a day, trying to, trying to keep your conversation going. Despite all odds, even when it's, let's say, boring and it already reached a point where it should end. None of that stuff is really going to get your ex attracted to in you again. It's only going to push them away because, again, you're doing what probably led you to this point and you're doing something that your ex, with initiating the breakup, subcommunicated to you that they don't want you to do instead of giving them space when they asked for it or implied it through breaking up with you, you're doing the opposite and that's a problem. So ultimately what I'm saying here is let your ex come to you. Don't chase after them. Don't pursue them. Let them come to you. At that point, they will be receptive, probably, especially if they come to you and or let's say reach out and they start talking about something personal. And at that point, when they're receptive, in a receptive state, we say, that's where you should then strike and invite them on a date. Now, also related to kind of chasing and pursuing, the next mistake on our list is hiding behind false intentions. Now, this is a little bit vague, so let me explain. Basically, don't be the person who let's say, for example, asks their ex how they're doing 
when you don't really care how they're doing, you just want to gauge their attraction and figure out if they still feel something towards you. But this isn't obviously the only example. Like, I heard people reach out to their ex and text them something like, how's your dog doing? Or did you get that job promotion that you told me about before our breakup or like months ago or something? And the reality is those people, they're only asking these things because they genuinely want to gauge their ex's attraction. And the thing is here, what might sound like no big deal, it is low-key manipulation, even if it's not done on purpose. And the bigger problem even is that your ex probably will sense what you actually care about and that it's not about how they feel, how their, you know, job is or how their dog is. It's really all about getting yourself out of your uncertainty. It's like quite a, it's quite a selfish act. And when they do figure you out, which they eventually will because your intentions will spill through your behaviors eventually, they're gonna lose attraction. So be mindful of intentions and don't hide behind false intentions. The next mistake on our list is grand gestures. Now, basically this, to give you an example, would be inviting your ex on this giant dinner date on a yacht, very expensive, maybe even buy like plane tickets or something to go somewhere, kind of like a honeymoon variant, and you make this really spectacle out of the whole thing. You clearly put a lot of effort and cash and time into it. You don't want to do that. It's very cheesy. It only works in the movies, to be honest. Very cringe. And you look like a giant ass simp. A doormat when you do it. Those kind of gestures in my book should be reserved for a partner. Someone who has a track record, a solid one, of making you feel loved and worthy and validated. As opposed to, you know, putting out the same gesture for an ex. Similarly, do not give gifts to your ex, at least not until you're like seriously dating for a longer period of time already, maybe a month or two, let's say. Why is that? Well, it usually comes across as very desperate and needy. And I'm talking about any gift, chocolates, uh, flowers, or expensive gifts like, I don't know, tickets to Dubai or something. And why would you additionally not just because it's usually perceived as very unattractive and very over the top and too much too soon, why should you also avoid this gesture? Why should also avoid gift given? Because people give gifts, not because they really want to give them unconditionally to their ex, they give them because they expect something in return. Maybe another shot, maybe sex, maybe another gift. And you don't want your ex to ever have that idea of you. So you want to avoid risking that by not simply not giving them any gifts. Again, your real intentions will bleed through your behaviors eventually. And therefore, your ex can very easily figure out why you're actually giving them a gift. And therefore, you want to avoid this gesture. You also want to avoid our mistake number six, handing out ultimatums. So basically demands for a behavioral change accompanied by a threat. The goal here is to basically use an ultimatum to pressure the other person into doing something they don't want to do. An extreme version of this, an extreme example, yet I think a very demonstrative one, 
would be when you tell your ex something like, either you break up with your new boyfriend or girlfriend or I kill myself. Or uh, another example would be when you tell your ex, hey, either we get back together or I'm never talking to you again. Or if you don't message me back, I won't care about our kid anymore. Stuff like that. Ultimatums, as you can expect, they suck. And conveying them is not only selfish, it also communicates a lot about your insecurity, about you not simply being willing enough to make compromises. And that's a big red flag and a reason most people, if they sense this red flag in you, won't won't be willing to get into a relationship with you. So keep that in mind. As for mistake seven, it's all about cyberstalking. This is very a very simple one. Don't stalk your ex. Don't bullshit yourself how you're just gonna like, you know, take a little a little peek at what's going on in their life on Instagram or something. Or don't bullshit yourself about how you don't really care about them but are just curious what uh, kind of a concert they went to last week. Bullshit. Keep off your ex's socials or just suffer longer. You're gonna prolong your breakup recovery through these sorts of behaviors. And also, to kind of maybe add to this, you also don't want to go and fish for information uh, from mutual friends about what your ex is doing and stalk them that way. Or if you have a close relationship with your ex's parents or some relatives, don't go to them and try to fish for information. That's also considered stalking and it's, it's well, it's pretty, pretty sucky of you. Also, big mistake, don't be friends with your ex. The only time you could be friends with your ex is when there is absolutely no emotional residue left between you, no emotional baggage and no desire to mend things. That's the only time I would actually pursue a friendship route. Because look, Right now, it's just disingenuous to be friends with your ex because you clearly don't want a friendship, otherwise you wouldn't be watching this stupid video or listening to this podcast, however you digest your content. You wouldn't be here. Therefore, I know what some people are trying to do and maybe you're one of them. A lot of people, they rationalize being friends with an ex as kind of using it, kind of using friendship as a backdoor to a new rekindled relationship. And sorry, that's a losing game. I know I keep harping on this for a while now in this episode, but fuck it, here we go again. Your true intentions are gonna bleed through your behaviors, your ex will sooner or later figure out what you're really doing, and they will be repulsed by it. And they will not give you another chance, they won't even want to be friends with you anymore. So please heed my advice, let friendship happen organically, don't force it, don't try to cajole your ex into it, don't try to trick them into it, it's not worth it. You're gonna lose a lot more than just your ex's respect by that point. If you go down that route, you're also gonna lose a big chunk of your mental health, because this stuff, very confusing, very uncertain, very, uh, it just feels unethical because it is, and it's not gonna do you any good. Also, what you shouldn't do, since we're on the topic of forcing things, don't fucking force closure. Don't nag your ex to explain why things didn't work out. It's just a meaningless, futile investigation, because regardless of what answers they give you, you will never be satisfied afterwards, because that's not how closure works. 
closure, you find it within yourself. It's not something you just find externally, outside of yourself. It's not something you find in your friends, in your family, in your ex, whatever. It's all about you coming to grips with the breakup and accepting it for what it is that it happened and that there probably won't be any reconciliation in the future. So don't nag your ex because any answer they will give you, believe me, and I've, I've, by the way, experienced this firsthand, you will just want more explanations, more dumb answers, to the point where you will just get very smothering and you'll get blocked and your ex will hate you for it, or at least hate your guts because you'll be fucking annoying. Anyway, also very important, mistake 10, don't be a placator. I think that's how you pronounce it in English, yeah, placator. Basically, don't be someone who takes responsibility for your ex's emotions, because that's not your responsibility. You are only responsible for your own happiness and how you handle the breakup yourself. Don't try to take responsibility for how your ex experiences the whole thing. Don't also help them cope. Don't try to make them feel better. Don't be comforting them. All of these things are massive boundary violations. Massive, massive boundary violations, in fact, that you want to avoid. They're unattractive and they can very quickly turn very manipulative and predatory and you want to avoid those behaviors because it's, well, they will turn your ex off in the long term. Another thing that will perhaps turn your ex off and probably will, in fact, it's being mean, it's being an asshole. And again, this one is pretty straightforward. Very obvious mistake. Don't badmouth your ex. Don't spread false and offensive rumors. Even if they, your ex did something really bad, don't publicly compare them to your other exes or the people you're dating or whatnot, or try to get revenge. Obviously, don't get revenge. Just forgive your ex, forgive them for the mistakes they've done, forgive yourself for the mistakes you've done, because it's, you know, it's always 50-50, or at least, maybe to put it in a better way, it's always the fault of two people, not just one and then focus on yourself. And maybe if you're really angry and you just want to be an asshole to your ex, maybe a better idea would be to actually, yeah, sure, feel that emotion, feel your need for revenge or vengeful anger or whatever. However, respond to that emotion in a healthy way. So when you're pissed off, let's say, and you want to say something mean about your ex to your friends, instead, go to therapy. Instead, go punch a wall go to the gym, go take a run, go take a walk even, whatever. Just learn that you, yes, you should feel all of your emotions because we were made to feel a spectrum, wide spectrum of emotions. The point is that you want to simply respond to those emotions well and you want to basically, to put it in another way, channel them in a productive and healthy direction. So focus on that. Mistake 12 is all about prioritization. And what I mean when I say this is that you should prioritize your perception of yourself. So how you see yourself, not your perception, not the perception your ex has of you. So how your ex sees you. You should, to put it in another way, you should care about what you yourself feel, think, and value more than what your ex feels, thinks, and values. In other words, just put yourself first. That's pretty much all I'm saying here. 
not to power play your ex or something, not because you want to look high status or really cool or whatever, not so you can feel you're like better than your ex because fuck, you're not, it's irrelevant, it's value, it's all, it's all imaginary, it's all self-constructed bullshit that we made up, so don't even focus on it, you just want to put yourself first simply because it's the right thing to do and it's the healthiest thing to do. You want to be someone who loves and respects themselves and puts themselves as, well, on the first place, prioritize themselves. Because you can't really get into a respectful, loving relationship if you don't love and respect yourself. And the way you do it is by putting yourself first. That's pretty much it for this one. Now, as for mistake 13, thinking reattraction is quick. If you've been reading my blog for a while, if you've been tuning into this podcast for some time now, you kind of know my message around reattraction and the speed um, when it, well, when it comes to it. My message is that it's a very slow and grueling process that probably will not work out for you because it just doesn't work out for the majority of people. And whoever tells you otherwise is probably selling you bullshit. Therefore, please drop all expectations of reattraction, so the process of getting back together with an ex, drop all expectations that this is going to be a quick process, especially an easy process. Sure, you can hope for the best, you can hope you get back together with your ex, I sure do hope you do get back with them. I'm just saying drop the expectations, because otherwise you're going to drive yourself crazy. Now, as for mistake 14, it's all about using gimmicks and tricks and games and tactics and all other bullshit and fake behaviors. For example, playing hard to get, acting indifferent when you actually really care about what your ex thinks and and whether they like you or not, Uh, making your ex jealous or envious. For example, a lot of people tell breakup survivors that, hey, if you want to get your ex back, you should post on social media how well you're doing to kind of inspire them or something. Bullshit, that's manipulation, by the way. Or, let's say another good example of just a fake behavior a lot of the times being promoted is waiting a few hours before calling them back or never texting twice, using these canned and pre-prepared scripts and lines and responses and comebacks. Uh, avoiding touchy subjects, for example, when dating is another big, I guess, fake behavior being promoted in this space. Letting getting back together be your ex's idea is another bullshit that people keep spouting. And then, let's say, uh, thinking that reattraction is some sort of a power play, that you always need to be the one pulling back and you're always your ex always needs to be the one chasing after you and chasing after you. It's not about that. Reattraction is not about these fake bullshitty behaviors and as enticing as some of them sound, just grow the fuck up instead. Seriously. You really think that you can actually not only rekindle, but maintain your relationship on a foundation of just manipulation and deceit in games? Probably not. Yet, this is, these are the main, I guess, themes that I keep seeing across most X-Bag videos, in fact. And it makes me really fucking disappointed at the industry, to be completely honest with you. So yeah, as enticing as these things sound, uh, don't do them. They fucking suck. They don't actually work. 
There's, you're setting yourself up for failure by trying to think along the lines of, or trying to think, I guess, in this gameplay philosophy. And also, kind of the other side of the coin, the last common mistake people who are trying to get back with an ex make is um, avoiding self-improvement. Because, look, if you ever want to have a healthy relationship with anyone, you just gotta first cultivate one of the same caliber with yourself. Because loving others always starts with the self. It starts with loving and respecting yourself. And I know this is a very broad subject, and it is. But there are some key domains you could investigate after you watch this video or listen to this podcast again, however you digest this stuff. Uh, if you're maybe feeling a bit overwhelmed, you want to figure out why your previous relationship failed, what led it to fail, what mistakes you've made, and then you optimize from there and try not to repeat those mistakes and, and uh, pitfalls, fall into the, your pitfalls uh, in your next relationship, be that with your ex or with someone brand new. You also should focus on overcoming shame, anxiety, and intimacy problems, which are another big reason people uh, break up. You should focus on rebuilding confidence and self-esteem, another big reason why people get dumped. You should become more self-aware, empathetic, emotionally intelligent and resilient, psychologically speaking, of course. You should get your health in order, meaning sleep, diet. You should exercise often. You should get your hygiene uh, straightened out. Basically, you don't want to let yourself go despite going through a breakup. Uh, You also should learn about personal boundaries and attachment styles, discover more about compatibility and like what kind of a people what kind of people you actually uh, gel with in terms of values, goals, beliefs, personalities, and so on. Because you know, for a lot of people, it's not just about the fact that they've chased their ex out of their life. It is also a big reason they broke up could also very well be that they were incompatible. Their ex had a separate vision for their life, completely different from your vision. They had completely different fundamental values and priorities, and even maybe beliefs and goals as a result. You want to figure that these things out, and then you want to specifically figure out what you value, and what you care about, and what you stand for. And look, Yes, tackling these things is a pain in the ass. It's way more simple to just, you know, rely on your happy reminder texts and ninja jealousy tricks and other bullshit. But this is what it really takes to mend a relationship for good. These are the things you should actually focus on. Everything else, it's so damn overrated. It's usually even fucking useless. I really think that only if, if you only focus on yourself and invest in the areas that I just went over, you're gonna set yourself up for massive reattraction success. Whereas if you put all your focus on games and manipulation and shit like that, you're not gonna get anywhere. And even if you do get your eggs back through manipulation and deceit by some miracle, which rarely happens, you definitely will not be able to keep them. That's just a fact, because you will have you will have done no internal work that will actually construct a solid foundation for a healthy relationship to blossom between you and whoever other person is on the other side. So, don't neglect what matters most. Focus on self-improvement, and obviously focus on not doing any of these mistakes that I just 
went over. So that's going to be it for this episode. Hope you enjoyed the listen, enjoyed the watch. If you want to go deeper into my process for getting back with an ex, download my reattraction cheat sheet. Link in the description uh, down below this video. And that's pretty much it. Take care. Have a nice day. Uh, hang in there. I'm rooting for you. Bye-bye.